Good, 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 good. My black kings, my black queens, and my people of the kingdom. Yes, I included everybody this time. It's your host, Ken, with two ends, and welcome back. Yes, back. We're back. Another week. <laughs> and we're back for another episode of Blacks. Blacks. Uh, first, how y'all doing? It's been a long time. It's been a week. A full week. I miss you, girl. I really do be missing y'all. I be like, I think I said this last time. Like, I be wanting to record and post. But then I just be like, nah, you got to stay true to the schedule, man. But I don't know. I just don't know. I just be missing y'all. I miss talking to y'all. I miss talking to myself, you know. Ooh, excuse me. But, uh, (laughs) hey, man, shout out real quick. Shout out to Brazil. Those are... uh, Newest group, newest group of listeners are from Brazil, so shout out to them. Uh, I don't know any Portuguese, so I can't really say what's up to you in your language, but what up, though? You feel me? Uh, anyway, speaking of missing you guys and wanting to record more, I, starting in April, I'll be doing two episodes a week. Now, some of you may question why. Why would you do two episodes a week? You just did an episode every day in February. And now you're doing an episode every, excuse me, every Friday. And now you're going to jump to two episodes a week? Yes, I am. The reason why, one, because I want to. Uh, no, nah, but for real. The, I just, you know, in life, you have all kinds of sorts of people. And, uh, you know, some of those people include people that do things that others may not be willing to do, you know. And I consider myself to be one of those people. I do things that Others may not be willing to do because of, I don't know, whatever their reason may be, too much time or not enough time or they just don't feel like it, you know. But for me, I'm just a very disciplined person, so I don't, I will do the things that other people don't want to do in order to get the results that I desire, you know what I mean? So, yes, um, no format, I'll be dropping Two episodes every week. Um, I really don't know what, what what the first episode will be. I'm thinking about dropping an episode on Monday and then an episode on Friday. You know, boom, boom, Monday, Friday type of thing. But um, maybe or maybe Wednesday, Friday, like middle of the week, and then when you slide right on into the the week. I don't know, man. I figured out, but yeah, two episodes per week. There's no deadline on that, so I'm just going to continue to do that for, honestly, I'll give you a deal. I'll probably do that for the rest of the year. Yeah, I'll probably do two episodes a week for the rest of the year, and then, you know, depending where things are next year, um, I'll more than likely stay at two, or I might go back to one. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, let's jump in today's episode and today's topic. Today's topic is basically, uh, you know, like, why do, uh, I don't really want to say most, but let, let's just keep it general. You know, if the shoe fits where type of thing, why do black men choose white women instead of black women? Not just choose white women, but choose white women instead of black women. Excuse me. Um, I actually had this discussion. We actually hit a, hit this a little bit in uh, the episode I did with with my friend Tierra, talking about you know our black man in the face of infidelity. We, infidelity. We touched on this a little bit, and uh, I've talked about this with my sister. Uh, recently, we went out with a friend, and. 
we hit it a little bit on on during our conversation and for me personally I just think that white women in relation to black women as far as dating goes tend to be more passive what do you mean by more passive I'm glad you asked let me explain okay so generally when you know somebody is described as being passive that person is so, mm, more like kind of like a go with the flow kind of person um they don't really let things bother them or um but see that's the thing being bothered can it can it's two sides you know being bothered in terms of like annoyance and then being bothered in terms of like being excited so when a person is passive usually things they kind of just let things slide they're indifferent there we go excuse me that's the word i'm looking for indifferent they're basically indifferent to everything or if not everything most things i personally am a person who used to be i'm not that way anymore but i used to be very 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 passive uh very indifferent most things in life were kind of like, uh, I don't really care, you know? And, you know, sometimes it would be things that you would think that I would, not, well, not necessarily me, but just anybody would generally care about. And I'd just be like, you know what? Nah, not really. Don't got, uh, basically, I don't got enough fucks to give. Really, honestly, if you want to, we keeping it a book. Not enough fucks to go around, so, you know, I just don't care type of thing. But, yeah, I really do feel like white women tend to be more passive and more passive-aggressive. And passive, if you don't know passive-aggressive is, passive-aggressive is basically you say, like, something happens, and then you kind of say, like, slick shit to let somebody know that it bothers you, but it didn't bother you to the point where you felt like you had to directly address it type of thing, um, I'll give you an example, I was, um, I was out at a restaurant, uh, I was picking up some food, why did I say food like this, some food, uh, I was picking up some food, right, and so I'm standing there waiting by the hostess desk, and this couple walks in, right, and so they think that I'm in line and whatnot, and they're like, you know, they ask me, hey, are, are you are you standing in line? Are you waiting on anybody? And the demographic was a black man and a white woman, right? And so it was a white woman who approached me, and she was like, excuse me, are you standing in line? Are you waiting for someone or waiting to be seated? And I was like, oh, no, man, y'all can go, I'm good, y'all can go ahead type of thing. And... She proceeded to walk toward the bar and ask the bartender, do you guys have a hostess type of thing? And they was like, yeah, you know, and, um, but basically what not to, she told her that, you know, seating, uh, to be seated, it was going to be a 45 minute wait. And she kind of had a problem with that because it was it already wasn't a lot of people in there. It was probably like it was I think it was probably like three people at the bar and then like four tables occupied with no more than two people at those tables, you know. But the thing was that the the restaurant was understaffed that day. Right? And so uh I guess she was upset by that and then as she's walking back to exit her and her and the, uh, her man's, she says some passive aggressive shit. She says to him, "You picked it, or you picked this, you know." As in to say, like, we came here, we came to this restaurant to eat because of you, and now we're not even going to eat here because I don't want to wait forty five minutes to be seated. In a restaurant that already doesn't have a lot of people in it. 
and I can basically see myself type of thing, you know? And that, that's basically being passive-aggressive. You say some slick shit to indirectly address something that bothered you. And so, like she said, you know, she they had a problem with not with the seating uh, being 45-minute wait. And she said to him, you pick this type of thing. And so, in my head, you know, I'm thinking... I'm like, and as as they're walking, I don't know if he said anything back to her, but from the time that they were walking past me until they walked out the door, I didn't hear him say anything. All I heard her say was, you know, she talked to the, the bartender, and then as she was, as they were walking past, she was like, you picked this type of thing. And so in my head, it's like, but if he hadn't have picked it, where would things have gone, you know? What if he was a type of guy? What if he was a passive guy? And he was like, uh, you want to go eat? And then she's like, yeah. He's like, well, what do you want to eat? And she was like, wherever you want to eat. And he was like, well, I don't know what you want to eat. Oh, I don't know what I want to eat. So where would you like to eat? What do you have a taste for? And she was like, um, I don't know. You just pick. Um, well, I don't just want to pick something and then we go, you know, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just keeps going. The passiveness is just ever continuing, you know, ever revol. It's a revolving door. You just keep going in circles and circles and circles. So it's like, do you not appreciate the fact that he was actually a man about choosing where to go eat and he chose a place? And now you're ridiculing him for choosing a place over something that he has no control over, you know. And that's I know that was a long explanation to explain being passive aggressive, but it hints at you know my reasoning in white women being more passive and more passive aggressive. You know, like either they either very indifferent to things or they just say slick stuff on the side to let you know that it bothered them. But they not gonna address it directly, you know type of thing, and so um what i also what I said was that to my friend and my sister was that I feel like black women excuse me are more dominant, and my friend didn't really agree with this when I said dominant. I forgot what she said she said something she used another word, but for me, it's dominant. Black women are just more, <clears throat> they're more assertive. She might have used assertive, but black women are, for me, it's dominant. But, you know, assertiveness is under, is a subcategory of being dominant. So, for me personally, I just feel like, you know, black women tend to be more dominant, more assertive because of how... They're raised because of their childhood, the things that they go through, you know. Black women have to be very strong. Most black women, not all, but most black women have to be very strong at a very young age. Which, in turn, you know, you know, which consequentially... I don't want to say this. Basically, them the 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 childhood that they go through, you know, the trauma and having to grow up before really reaching the age of of their mentality and physical years, they just they develop a more masculine energy. Essentially, you know, that's if you you can basically you can. You can go up to, like, any black woman, right? Damn near any black woman. Not all of them, but most. And you can get a sense of their assertiveness, their dominance, their their masculine energy. But why is because they're... Black women are highly disrespected. And they're highly disrespected by black men, Right? And so, it's just like, I'm trying to tiptoe around because I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to sound judgy, basically, but 
Basically, I'm giving to, I'm giving it to you straight. Black women, in my opinion, black women are more dominant. They're more assertive. They have more masculine energy because of the things that they go through in their childhood. Um, and that could be, you know, number one thing is um, abuse, you know. Abuse and, you know, if you look at the numbers, I think they, they might be on blackdemographics.com. But if you look at the numbers, a lot of black women, most black women have been sexually abused, sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, sexually abused and sexually assaulted. I really say either 7 out of 10, in my opinion, 7 out of 10. I didn't look up the direct numbers, but, you know, based off how many black women I know, I'd say 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 black women have been sexually abused or sexually assaulted at some point in their life. And to me, that's one of the things that makes them having more masculine energy. Why? Is because they go through that, they experience it, and now they feel like, the only way to ward off that energy, to defend themselves against that energy, is to adopt a more masculine energy. Is to a way to fend off those those kind of sexually predatory guys. The best way to fend them off is for her to have a more masculine energy, so that way he is not attracted to her. Because if he senses that femininity then he's going to pursue and attack, you know? And so <clears throat> that's just one example. Another example could be <clears throat> um, just uh, romantic relationships, defending themselves or not defending themselves, but um, dealing with the trauma from romantic relationships. Like I said, black women are the most, you know, in my opinion, the most disrespected women by black men. And so... You know, they get into these relationships and whatnot, and these black men, they just dog them out. They treat them like shit. They just be, like, fucking on everything in the world, and they come back to her and be like, well, this is me. You got to you gotta accept it, you know, type of thing. And so, for me, that really hardens. And then, you know, <clears throat> it's not necessarily that one interaction, but it's, Going through it over and over and over and over and over and over and over until you get to a point where the she's become so hardened that you know no guy really associates himself with her in a romantic manner because her trauma from her past romantic relationships has caused her to have a more masculine energy to be more assertive. And not be passive, you know, like like that situation uh, with the white woman and um and the and the black guy. So you know, white uh, a black woman in my in my opinion, a black woman would have been like, well, honestly, I, I feel like a black woman may not have said anything. At least not to him, because I feel like black women, I feel like, I don't know why I feel like this, but I felt like a black woman would have been understanding in that situation, like knowing that, yes, he picked this place, but having to wait 45 minutes was not his fault, you know? He didn't, he didn't go there because there was a 45 minute wait, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't like, oh yeah, let's go to this restaurant because... We're going to have to wait 45 minutes. Like, no, he didn't know. He, She probably was like, pick somewhere. And he was like, all right, boom, let's go here. And then they went there. And it just so happened to be a 45-minute wait because the, the restaurant was understaffed. What is, what is you being passive-aggressive towards him? How does that fix the situation? You know? And I don't know, but I just feel like a black woman would have been understanding in that situation. I felt like, I feel like she would have, she probably would have just been like, damn, like, I don't want to wait 45 minutes. Let's go somewhere else. Or like, really? Like 45 minutes? That's long. It ain't even nobody in here. Let's go somewhere else. You know what type of thing? Not that passive aggressive shit. Like you picked this. Like that's to me, that's annoying. I don't like that. That's petty. And I don't like petty. 
If you going if you have a problem with something, be direct, address it. Be like, but at the same time, you can't. It's not, you should not judge him for picking this place because he did not know it was going. I'm pretty sure if he knew it was going to be a 45 minute wait, he wouldn't have chose that restaurant. Any person with common sense. And this is not like no freaking five star restaurant. This is like a like if you look it up on like freaking excuse me on like Google or something, and you know how they have the dollar signs. This will probably be like three dollar signs, two or three dollar signs. You know, and very inexpensive, very affordable. And I just don't. For me, I just I did, it didn't sit right with me. It, it unsettled me because simply because it was. One number one, it was a black man, and I feel like he didn't defend himself. And maybe, maybe he didn't notice her being passive aggressive because you know sometimes some guys don't notice pettiness, they don't notice passive aggressiveness. But it was like, my God, you're not defending yourself. Or I feel like you, you're not defending yourself. And then also her judging you for picking this spot when you had no idea that it would be a forty-five minute wait and that the restaurant was going to be understaffed. You know. I just don't know, but but back to the back to the topic at hand. Yes, black women, in my opinion, tend to be more dominant. And another way to say this is that I feel like more black women are are black women on black women in regards to white women are tend to be more alpha. And this is what I here. This is what I said exactly. I remember exactly what I said. White women are more submissive than black women. That was what I said. When me and my friend went out and we were talking about it, I said that white women are more submissive than black women. And I mean, it's just true. I've, I personally have never dated a white woman, ever. I've just never done it. Uh, never really been interested in it. Honestly, like, I know there's beautiful white women out there. You know, there's beautiful women in all demographics, but they just never, I was never attracted to them in a romantic way, in a, in a way that was like, okay, yeah, let me pursue a relationship, a romantic relationship with this white, let me get a white girlfriend, or let me try, let me at least try to see what it's like to have a white girlfriend, you know, I just never thought that, I was never interested on a romantic level. Now, it may be, like, like physical attraction. Like, I see him, I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, damn, shit, I'll smash it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of thing. But it was never on the wave of, like, yeah, let's build something together. Let's be in a relationship. Let me meet your, your white parents. Your, like, no, it just, that just never interested me. It just, it never did. It never did, never did. And so, but I can, I feel like I can say that they are more submissive. I feel like I can, that's an accurate statement for me to say is because I have been around a significant amount of white women. Like, even though I didn't pursue anything with them, I've been around them. I've been around my white friends that are guys, and I've been around their, you know, girlfriends and stuff like that. So it's like, you see, you can see the dynamic. I can see the dynamic and I'm just like, like, what? Like, she's literally doing anything this man tells her to do. And it's like, it's like no, like, what's the word? No friction at all. It's like no, no, dang. It's the one specific word that a, perfectly sum it up but basically like I said there's no friction at all there's no bounce back there's no pushback there we go there's no pushback you know it's kind of like he says do this I need you to do this I need you to do this this that 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 what and she's like okay you know and versus I feel like black women are more like okay I need you to do this I need you to do that and whoa 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 sir excuse me um why am I doing all of this? Can't you do some of this as well? 
If I do this, why can't you do this? If you do that, why can't I do this? Why are you putting all of this on me? Why are you making me take all the responsibility? Why do I have to do wood, wood, wood? You know what? That, I just feel like black women tend to be more, like I said, more alpha, more powerful, less submissive than white women. However, unfortunately, although these are good traits to have for a woman, Unfortunately, it works against them. It works against black women. Why? Because men, not just black men, but men in general, especially when they come home, like after a long day of work or, you know, been running errands or something, taking care of business all day, they want to come back to a space of peace. They want to come back and be at the peace of mind. But, and I might get attacked for this, but it is what it is. I'm going to be, I'm never going to sugarcoat. I'm not a person who sugarcoats. I don't beat around the bush. I like to be direct and straightforward. Unfortunately, black women are tied to being more of the nagging type. They're more... Mm, what's the... They're more on your ass, so to speak, than white women are. Like I said, white women are more passive, so they may see something that necessarily they don't agree with, but they don't feel like it should be addressed. So they, they let it slide versus black women. They see something, they don't like it, they're going to address it. And, you know, that could be multiple things. And so she's coming at you and you know what I'm saying? You just got back home. You're tired. You just want to sit down, relax, have a peaceful evening. Uh, you know, just slide into the night without any drama. And, you know, like I said, a black woman is going to be up. Most black women are going to be up front and they're going to tell you, hey, you need to do this. You need to do that. Why are you, hey, the trash needs to be taken out. I cooked, so you should wash the dishes type of thing. You know, that, and your shoes are in the wrong spot. You know, and it's it's not stuff that's small, but, well, sometimes it is stuff that's small. But for the most part, you know, it's just, a, it's a peace thing, right? Black men who are with white women tend to be... In a more peaceful state. Whereas black men. With black women. Who are very assertive. Very dominant. Very alpha. Tend to be more stressed. Because they feel like. Their actions are always being harped on. By their significant other. And you know no man. Like I said. Every man, not not just black men, but every man's dream is to come home to an area of peace. He's just able to relax and unwind, sit in his recliner, watch some sports or play a little bit of video games, you know, or hang out with the kids, that type of thing. Or even not even hang out with the kids. You know, he first get home, he just want to relax and unwind for a little bit. Then, you know, then he'll get to get, you know, of course, when he come in. Kiss them, say, hey, how you doing, baby? How was your day? How was school? Whatnot. But after that, you know, he wants a little bit of him time. And like I said, white women just tend to be more passive. So they they let they allow more. They're more submissive. So they they just allow more to 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 happen to to go about without them addressing it. Versus black women tend to be more upfront, more direct, and they will address something that they don't agree with, that they don't, you know, that they don't necessarily think is right in their eyes. And so I feel like, you know, that's just, that's really just the main thing. White women are more submissive and more passive. Black women are not. They're dominant. They're assertive. 
but it's because of what they've been through and they are this way because they feel like it's the best way to be in terms of protecting themselves. You know, being more dominant, being more alpha, being more assertive, being more, uh, being less submissive is a way for them to protect themselves, to protect their emotions, to protect their, their psyche, their mental, so that they don't have to re-experience trauma that they already, that they've already been through, you know? And so it brings about the question, are white women more peaceful than black women? I want you to take some time, think about that question. I want you to, I want you to formulate your own answer, formulate your own answer. Or, or if you were a guy who's dated black, not, not just any guy, we'll, we'll open this up to all guys, all demographics. If you're a guy who's dated a black woman and a white woman, which one was more peaceful? Now, when I say peaceful, we're not talking about, like, actions. We're not talking about which one uh, cared for you more, or if y'all had kids, which one cared for your kids more, um, which one cleaned more, which one cooked more. No, we're talking about general peace. Like, you came in, and you were just able to just, you came in the house, and you were just able to just move about and do whatever you wanted within the house. And whenever you asked her to do something or told her to do something, she did it, no questions asked. No pushback, you know? When? Like, which one? Was it the white woman or was it the black woman? Like I said, I personally cannot speak on this because I've never dated a white woman. I've never been interested in them in that way, in a romantic way, to pursue a relationship of that manner. I've never even had sex with a white woman. So, you know, I just I can't I can't really speak on on the white woman's behalf, but on the black woman's side, yes, I've dated black women and I was raised by black women. And so I have four sisters. Two are young black women. Well, three, actually three are young black women. Or really, two are young black women, then one's still a little baby. And then I have my older sister. And you know, my older sister's a perfect example. She is a very direct and straightforward person. Now, she's not a nagging person. She doesn't really nag. But if she has a problem with something, she's going to address it. She's just assertive like that. Because of what we went through as children. Because of the trauma that we went through and she felt like she had... Defend herself and protect herself. So she does have, my older sister does have a more masculine energy. Which is one reason why she always had a lot of guy friends. And, you know, a lot of people get it mistaken that a girl, when a female, when a, oh Lord, here we go, this female. When a woman, when a girl, we'll, we'll, say, we'll say girl, when a girl has a lot of female friends, or a lady, when a lady has a lot of, Male friends, excuse me. I said female. I mean, say male friends. A lot of people associate that with her being promiscuous, so to speak, uh, with her being a hoe, basically. But that's not always the case. Actually, most of the time, that's not the case. I would say most of the time, the reasons why a girl or woman has a lot of male friends is because one she has a masculine energy and so she's she's like a bro she's cool to hang around you know what i'm saying she she laughs she jokes she roasts she plays video games she wrestles around rough houses she basically she can hold her own within a group of guys which a lot of women cannot do because guys are, when we are in groups, guys are ruthless. Like, we are savages when we're in groups. Because we all we do is just stroke each other's egos and hype each other up the whole time, you know? And so, if you're a woman, 
and you're not necessarily, you know, and you're more of the feminine type, you more than likely cannot hold your own within a group of guys, you know, and that's just, that's just the nature of things, so that's one, you know, she just got that masculine energy, she can hold her own within a group of guys, and then Two, another reason why she may hang around, um, you know, a lot of guys is that that's basically like, like girls are catty. Girls are, are gossip. They gossip. They, they get into drama. Guys, we don't. And so a lot of the females who hang around a lot of guys, they just genuinely don't like drama. So they limit the amount of uh, female, I'm gonna say it, female friends that they have, because women friends, lady friend, lady, like, anyway, they limit the amount of female friends that they have, if you're offended by me using the word female, I'm sorry, this podcast may not be for you anymore, um, yeah, so they, that's, to me, those are the two reasons, they can hold their own within a group of guys, and two, they, um, Oh my goodness, I just forgot my second point. Oh my god, y'all help me, help me out, 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 help me. Oh, they don't want to be around drama. They want to minimize the amount of drama that they're um that they're exposed to. And so that doesn't make them a hoe, my G. That just means they got a lot of guy friends. Just cuz she got a lot of guy friends doesn't mean that she's smashing all of them, that they smashing her, you know. It just means that she has a lot of guys. Now, on the rare, not rare occasion, but on on a less often occasion, yeah, you may get one that hangs around a lot of guys because she fucking all of them, you know. And so, but that, like I said, that's very, that's very selective. That is very... Uh, it's just, that's just often not the situation, you know, but to my black men, to my black fellas, one thing we have to do, even if we do per- genuinely, even if you do genuinely prefer to be with a white woman for your own reason, your own personal reason, one thing that we must do as a collective is to respect our black women. <clears throat> and black women, that goes for you. You also have to respect other black women and also respect black men. But this is for, for, the, for the guys, for the men, for the males. No other demographic, I believe, degrades and belittles the women of the demographic the way that black men degrade and belittle black women. I wish I knew why we did this, but I don't. However, guys, fellas, we need to fix it. They already take enough from the world. You know, they're already at two disadvantages as soon as they're born. Number one, being a woman. Being a woman, you're already at a disadvantage. And then you throw being black on top of that. You're at the bottom. You're damn near at the bottom of the totem pole. The only other group of people who are probably underneath that would be uh, black gay men or uh, black lesbians. Literally, like, the only people that's up under heterosexual black women as far as the level of disrespect and so, and and the level of disadvantage. And so, uh, I I challenge all of you, all of my black men, just, you know, be more kind to our women, you know? Be more loving and more caring. You don't, you don't, you don't have, if, if you go up to a black woman, my guy, and you talk to her 
and you want to talk to her, you give her a cold approach. If you don't know what a cold approach is, it's basically when you just walk up to a person that you don't know and start talking to them. But, fellas, if you do a cold approach to a black woman, do it in the most respectful way. You know, if she's by herself, you can, you know, use your people skills. Hit her with a question or just simple. Say, excuse me, not to bother you. My name is David. How's your day going? What's your name? And then, you know, you go from there type of thing. Be respectful about it. If she says, oh, I have a man, I have a husband, I have a boyfriend, I have a partner. Don't be like, I will fuck you, bitch, I ain't want you anyway. Like, no, 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 no. No, that's the wrong response. I won't say wrong, because wrong and right is, is relative, but that is a disrespectful response. And so... I feel like, you know, if she tells you that she has a boyfriend or a man or a husband, respect that and be like, my apologies. I did not mean to disturb you and I didn't mean to respect you or your relationship. Nice to meet you. Have a nice day. And then go about your way. Simple. You don't have to get all butthurt and aggressive. If she, even if she says no, if she says no, it'll be like, well, that's unfortunate. Didn't mean to disturb your day. Take up your time. Nice to meet you. You have a good one. You have a blessed one. And walk away. It's, fellas, men face the most. Men face a million times more rejection than women do. But we still suck at accepting it. I personally, I don't suck at accepting it. I've been rejected too many times that, you know, it's at a point where I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. You know type of thing? And even if you look at it like that, you will be more respectful. You can tell her that. Be like, well, it is what it is. Nice to meet you. You have a good one. Type of thing. You know, just keep it simple. But nah, you, you done been rejected for the 137th time. And you still like... Fuck you, bitch. I ain't like you anyway. You ugly. Like, bro. Um, you know, First of all, you know how contradicting that statement is to say, I ain't like you in the first place. You ugly. Then why'd you approach her? Like, I just don't. I, <laughs> like, bro. Bro, what? You just approached this girl. You calling her beautiful. You calling her babe, baby girl, sweetheart, ma. You trying to get her number. And then when she say, nah, you call her ugly and say that you ain't like her anyway. Like, anyway. Yes, man. You just, as black men, we have to come together and hold each other accountable. Hold each other accountable for being more respectful towards our black women. Even if we're not, you know... Pursuing a romantic relationship with them. Just generally being more uplifting towards black women. You know? You can you can be with a white woman and still uplift black women. You know? Just because you're with a white woman doesn't automatically just... Exile you from the black demographic. Like, no, you're still black. You're... Your mom is still black. Your your dad is probably black as well, if you're not biracial type of thing. And so it's just be more respectful, especially if you're not going to be with them. If you're not going to be with them, the fellas who are not going to be with black women should be some of the most respectful towards black women because you are not, you know, you're not choosing to engage romantically or reproduce with your demographic, which is okay, that's your choice, but that means that you should be all the more respectful. And then those of that and then those of us black men, black males who choose to continue to pursue relationships within our demographic and reproduce within our dem- demographic, we should be respectful towards them as well and more uplifting 
as well. We have to stop degrading and belittling our women and putting them even lower on the totem pole than they already are by the standards of society. So that's it for today's episode. Oh, wait. That is not it for today's episode. We have to touch on something. Let's get a little um melancholic. Let's 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 get a little somber here. Um speaking of women, I personally do not watch the news, but I try to keep up with important events. Um I feel like I first of all I don't have cable. I don't I don't watch cable. So there's that. And then number two, I feel like local news is just so negative and depressing. But I do have a news app or several news apps and none of them are actually local news apps actually, which is pretty funny, but uh, I have news apps and you know, I try to keep up on current events and world events as well. And uh, one of the things that has recently disturbed me and unsettled me uh, was the shootings that recently transpired in Atlanta. Uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was yesterday or the day before yesterday when a uh, Caucasian male by the name of Robert Aaron Long chose to take the lives of eight people. Six of those people were Asian women. And there are more um, people that he also shot who haven't been, you know, identified yet. And so that's why they haven't been counted. But of the eight people that Mr. Robert Aaron Lane shot, I mean, of the people that he shot, eight were killed and six were Asian women. Uh, one, he went to massage parlors. One was in Ackworth. And then the other two were in Atlanta. And uh, let me be blunt here. If you have a dislike for another race or ethnicity if you have a hate or distaste for another race ethnicity or demographic this podcast is not for you so if you would so kindly please exit left because I personally do not tolerate such behavior. I do not tolerate hate against any ethnicity, any race, any demographic. Under no circumstances do I tolerate it. At all. I personally consider myself to be a man of culture. I like culture is one of the reasons why I learned Spanish was to be more was to learn more and educate myself more on Hispanic and Latin culture. And one culture that I happen to really, really like other than Hispanic and Latin culture is Asian culture, specifically Japanese culture. I am big into Japanese art. I actually just ordered some Japanese art off Amazon uh, two nights ago. Uh, A Japanese samurai and a tiger poster, tiger canvas. Um, I actually have in the works right now. I'm getting made a custom Japanese 
tea set. I drink a lot of tea, and one thing that I like is the Japanese tea set. I like the Japanese tea ceremony as well. And, you know, that's not, I also watch, I watch a hell of fucking anime. I watch a lot of anime, dog. I'm just a geek, like, I'm just a nerd, like, I like anime. It's interesting to me, you know? And then one day, aside from Japanese culture, also, I want to go to the Great Wall of China. I want to go to Hong Kong. I want to go to Beijing. And when I go, I want to be able to speak enough Mandarin to where I can get myself around, you know? Like I said, I consider myself to be a man. Of culture, I like different cultures, which means I am very accepting of all people, all races, all ethnicities, all demographics. If you're not one of the, you don't have to be a cultural person, but if you are a person who has a distaste, a dislike, or a hate towards another race. Another ethnicity or another demographic. This podcast is not for you. Please exit left because I will not tolerate it. At all. It's not within me to tolerate such negative behavior. Like I said, you don't have to be a person of culture like me. But as long as you're a part of this family, the Blacks family, the Blacks podcast family, you will be understanding and accepting of other races, ethnicities, and demographics. And if you're not, if you're not willing to be accepting of them, then you can leave. You can exit. I don't want you to listen to me. I do not. For me, this shit is not about the numbers. It's not about money. It's about having nice discussions, good discussions and conversations about intriguing topics and concepts regarding black culture and black history and black community. However, like I said, I will not Accept any dislike, distaste, or hate towards another race, ethnicity, or demographic. I don't know how many times I have to say it, but I'll keep saying it until you understand that it is something I do not tolerate. I don't tolerate hate crimes. I don't tolerate hate speech. I feel as though even though he may not have done this for racial reasons, it was still a hate crime. You know, apparently Mr. Robert Aaron Long had um, a sexual addiction and as you, as some of you may know, uh, Asian massage, massage parlors are stereotyped as establishments that once you receive your massage, there is something at the end before you leave for men called um, a happy ending. It's purely a stereotype. It does not apply to all Asian massage parlors. But it is a thing in some of them. And apparently they're saying that that was his reason. He had a sexual addiction. And he wanted to um, eradicate the temptation. And basically, you know, going there. The temptation of going there to get a massage, to get a happy ending. And... um, He has been charged, um, I believe, four counts of murder and another count of um, aggravated assault. But 
as more and more people are identified and, you know, there's still a couple of people in the hospital, the charges will go up more than likely as if he doesn't already have enough to spend the rest of his life in there, but in incarceration, but like I said, I will not tolerate on this podcast any hate, dislike, distaste for any other race, ethnicity, or demographic. If you have any of those, a distaste, hate, or dislike, if you are a racist, a bigot, a misogynist, if you believe that your race or your ethnicity or your demographic is superior to any others, then this podcast is not for you. Please get the fuck out of here. Exit left. I don't need you. I don't need your support. I do not need it. I don't want it. The only support that I want is from people who want to learn, people who want to have an interesting conversation, people who want to hear me talk about intriguing topics, um, and people who are accepting of others and loving towards others. So like I said, if you are a racist, a bigot, a misogynist, you have some superiority complex about your demographic in relation to other demographics, please grab your hat and your coat. Exit left. Don't let the doorknob hit you. Or Mother Nature split you. As simple as that. I know we got a little somber right there. But this is something that I take serious. I don't like hate. Hate is negative. I don't like racism. I don't like bigotry. I don't like misogyny. Because it's all negative. In each one of those circumstances, someone is being torn down. Someone is being degraded and belittled and made to seem inferior. And I do not like that. And I do not tolerate it. I'm a man of of principle. And I stick by my principles. Therefore, if you are any of the things that I listed, racist, bigot, misogynist, you have a superiority complex. You have a dishate. You have a hate, dislike, or distaste for another race, ethnicity, or racial demographic. Please leave because I don't want your support, nor do I need it. All right, that's it for today's podcast, man. Just. Go out there and love, all right? Just just love. Love people. Love life. Love each other. No matter where you come from, no matter who someone's parents are, no matter if they're black, white, brown, red, yellow, purple, green, orange, Indigo, maroon, like, it doesn't matter, man. Just love. It's so easy to love people and to be accepting of people once you become self-aware and you put your own, and you stop projecting onto other people. Loving everybody is easy. Connecting with people is easy. But you have to heal first and you have to stop projecting. But, like I said... I'll say it for the last time. If you have a distaste, dislike, or hate for another race, ethnicity, or demographic, if you're a racist, a bigot, or a misogynist, or you have a superiority complex in relation to other demographics, please exit the fucking stage left. Black peace, black love, black soul. Check out my website. Follow me on social media, underscore K.E.N. on Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe. 
Y'all have a good one. Be safe. I'm out. Peace.